Hello and welcome back to the Littlest Patent Cast. I'm your host, James, and today we are going over my favorite five of season three. So, uh, just to, just to recap, uh, favorite five is this thing where I go through each season and rank my favorite five, uh, episodes of said season. Mostly this will be in air date order, but for season three things got a little weird because the order I did it in uh, is not the air date order, but rather the Netflix order. And yeah, like everything else, this is going in Netflix order. So just uh, just to let you know, not that there's going to be like too too much of a of an issue here I don't think I think it would be an air date order anyways uh, is what I'm trying to say because like yeah yeah I would be just uh just just doing a little little bit of a little bit of a look see so really it 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 wouldn't it wouldn't matter but yeah, I'm just pointing that out. It's, I mean, I guess, I guess since it doesn't matter, I didn't have to say it. But I have to, like, stand firm on my, you know, point. So, first off, uh, one of my favorite five is Secret Cupet. Because it is just insane. It is, it is wild. It is just fun it's a fun episode. It's I don't I don't know what else to say about it. It's just a fun goofy Valentine's Day episode. And I, I don't know what I don't know what else to say to it. Like the sugar sprinkles happens to have superpowers. Russell is like eh, about love until he gets you know uh, like, Sugar Sprinkles' his power used on him. Then he's all like, eh, <laughs> the other direction <laughs> on love. <laughs> it's just... And then, like, the whole thing with, like, Blythe and Josh is really adorable and also crazy. It's... Uh, I don't know what else to say. This is just a crazy episode. I don't know, I really like, I really love it, because it's just so, so daft, it is so out there, just like, in terms of like, what it, what it's doing, and it, it works, it like, leans into like, the weirder aspects of the show really well, and for that, it gets onto my favorite five, and then... Of course, the next episode on my favorite five, we're jumping down a little bit, is The Secret Recipe. And, yeah, this is just a strong contender for favorite episode of the series. But, like, it's really good. It's the episode where Blythe figures she has to tell young me that, uh... You know, she can talk to pets. And this is a very difficult thing for her to do. 
And even when she, like, sings a song about it, she still, like, backs out on it for a little bit. And it's... It's just... It's so... Like, it's a nice episode. It It's heartwarming. It's It gives, like... Some good character depth to Blythe and Young Me, and like the fight they have, like, is very realistic. And like it, it, it goes in a, in a very realistic direction. You know, it it starts off with like not wanting to hurt Young Me's feelings, and then. Uh, like, when she takes it too far, when Young Me takes it a little too far, she has to tell her that, like, you know, your treats aren't that good. And it's... It's just so good. It's like, I don't know, like... Hmm. It feels very real. And it, it does... I don't know. Uh, I'm at a loss for words today for some reason. But this is like one of my days off from working. So I'm doing this because like doing this like before or after work. Well, doing this before work on days I have work is a bit stressful and doing it uh, after work. I'm just a little tired. But this episode... Like, there's really a lot going for it. It, like... Hmm. It is... It is a plot episode, I guess. I mean, there aren't very many in... In the show. And I think I have, like... A good amount of them... On these lists. These favorite fives, if you will. But... I don't know. I'm also, like... One to, like, appreciate not-story episodes as well. So, I guess it's a nice mix. But this is very much a story episode. And it it does it well where, like, it is a plot episode. But you also would have to watch the not-plot episodes to understand, like, the gravity of the situation. Instead of just like, oh, I'm just going to watch just the plot episodes and then that's it. Because you're losing something by not watching those not plot episodes. I hope that makes sense. And I think it uses like the nature of the show well to that extent because like even though it's plot, even though it's Blythe developing as a character and finally admitting to someone that, like, she can talk to animals, like, you would need to watch, like, other episodes in order to see why this is such a big deal. Even, like, episodes that wouldn't be considered plot episodes. And it, it, in turn, it does sort of feel like not a plot episode, even though it is. 
I don't know how well I'm selling this because like I people like plot but I mean there are also like good shows without a set plot and even though this show doesn't really have like like a set set plot it still has sort of a plot man the like the nature of what the show is is confusing when you talk about it cuz like like it's it's not Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated where like it's all plot all the time mostly well i mean there's there's all plot all the time but there's also like not plot man this the, the nature of like shows and plots and what have you is confusing. I guess I could compare it to something like How I Met Your Mother where, like, the the end goal is meeting the mother. But also, there are episodes that just kind of stand out on its own. Even though How I Met Your Mother is more plot focused because like season 9 really does a good job of like bringing everything together and you know using some of those not plot episodes for plot moments which I guess makes it a perfect comparison because it's like that I guess I hope this is making sense to you because I'm not sure it's making sense to me. But I really love this episode because it's sweet, it's wholesome, it's fun, it's friendly. It's like the stakes are like high but also like not like high high. But like high. Oh god. The, explaining the nature of the show is is really really weird because like I I can't come at it with like oh the world's going to end at energy and like not all shows need to be about that but it can still have like pretty like high stakes in and of itself boy you know I think this is a good episode because it's making me think of the nature of the show and if that's not good i don't know this but in all honesty this is a great episode great episode and i love it i love it i think that's where i need to tap out because if i keep talking about this episode the more confused i'm going to be Uh, so anyway we're gonna move on to uh back window which yeah now now we're back in air date order which yeah those those two episodes would have been in air date order anyways but again i wanted to stand firm on my like i did this in netflix order so here we are and this is another episode that just kind of does well when leaning into its weirdness Because this is just a giant Hitchcock reference. And it's really weird for 
the show to do that. But it does it fairly well. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, a lot of it is like, you know, a send up or an homage to like Hitchcock or a spoof of it. I don't know. Like, it's really weird. I don't, I don't think Hitchcock would, like, the Hitchcock family would sue this episode for copying it. Because, I don't know, I think part of it is you're supposed to know it's based on Hitchcock. Well, okay, I don't know if the target audience of children is supposed to know. But, like, their parents, like, upon, like, one good look at it, might, is the thing. Yeah, this is, this is weird. This, this, this whole show is weird, and now it's getting into the weird to talk about category. Oh, boy. But, I just, I think, like, yeah, the fact that it's just a giant Hitchcock reference, like, is a lot. It's not everything. I like the episode outside of that, I guess. Because, like, it's also about, like, the pets trying on for a questionably dangerous uh, reality show. <laughs> and it's that, that part's fun. And wacky, and they do that nicely, and then Russell getting injured in the process, and, you know, the pets needing to help him, and also Russell thinks that, like, Josh is, uh, is stealing Blythe's, like, discarded ideas, and, <laughs> and then in the end, it, it brings Blythe and Josh closer when Blythe believes Russell at first, but then Josh explains uh, what's going on, and like, you know, Blythe thinks Josh is being very sweet, and Russell's like, huh. It's it's really nice in that instance, too. And the whole rear window thing is just, is just ice. it is icing on the cake. I guess. Or it is the cake and everything else is the... No, because, like... I mean, you could... You could have written this episode... Like, without doing Hitchcock. But the fact that they did Hitchcock makes it the icing on the cake. That's... There we are. That's that's what that phrase is. Yes. (laughs) Oh, man. I am not having a good speaking day. I don't think. Because my, my tongue is, like, very tied. And my brain is not producing, like, you know, the best words. But I hope this is making a fun episode. Because, like, a lot of these, these are just fun. The show is just fun and nice and great. And I, I like the show a lot. Like, I wouldn't have done this podcast if I didn't like the show. And... These are, like, the things I like the most about the show, I think. It's, I, I, why am I rambling? I need to continue. This is, this is dumb. This is dumb. I don't know. (sighs) Man. Man, okay.
I, I hope. Oh boy. So the next episode on my favorite five is why can't we be friends? And again, this is a li- little more of a serious episode. Uh, I hesitate to call it plot because I don't. I don't think it is. I'm not sure what is and what isn't plot anymore when it comes to this show. But like, it's about like making new friends and worrying about what the old friends are gonna think and it really does that like really well where like you know it it does begin with like you know Blythe meeting this girl who's just as into fashion as she is Leaving out, like, young me and Sue, who aren't as into fashion for for a bit. And then also Vinny making friends with a spider. But Sunil is afraid of spiders, so he's worried about Sunil's reaction to that. And it just talks on the complications of friendship, uh, like through these two lenses. And I think one of the reasons I really like this episode is because it is a good balance between, like, the pet story and the human story. And, like, they both relate to each other really well, even though they're, like, sort of different. Like, like Sunil isn't afraid that Vinny's ignoring, uh, you know him for the spider he's just afraid of the spider whereas Blythe it, and is sort of ignoring young me and Sue and it, it 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 is a nice episode like all around and I mean I did say that like there could have been a little more but I don't know how much they wanted to spread their wings just yet or if they could and that's the thing. But, like, this episode's really good even, like, without, you know, more, like, gravity to, like, what comes after. It It's a nice episode about the nature of friendship and how complicated it is and it can be. And even though, like, young me should know a little bit better because like she's the only person who knows Blythe can talk with animals uh like she's still upset because like she is being ignored and like you know that's 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 a complication of being human and you know like even though something should make logical sense Like, it doesn't feel right. And, like, sometimes feelings can overpower facts and, like, make you do stuff like this. Or other stuff. Like, I don't know, this this happens to Blythe as well, where, like, even even back back in a, A Secret Recipe, where, like, Blythe logically 
came to the conclusion that uh, she should tell young me, but her feelings got the better of her again. And then it it came to a head, and then she eventually landed on telling her. And yeah, it is, it is just it's that it's it's a nice little episode about that, and it really understands, you know, the show, the universe it's in, the characters that are in it, and like what makes them, you know, tick. And I really like uh, Weber and uh, you know. Korra as characters and even though Weber didn't become a mainstay like he should have I really wanted him to and Korra did and you know like one for two isn't bad you know it's not bad like they're really nice and interesting characters and the addition of them like is really great, or would have been great in Weber's case. But, like, either way, it's, uh... It's nice. It's a nice, well-rounded episode. And the last episode I have on my list is Sue Syndrome. So, again, it's a nice little balance between, like, the human story and the pet story... Where, like, hmm, I'm not 100% sure how they relate when thinking about it. Pretty sure when I did it, I could see it a bit better. Maybe it's just the frustrations of, like, characters who can do one thing good, but, you know, not a different thing as good. Yeah, okay, we're, we're, we're there. I think that's what connects it. And I think, like, the two stories, uh, like, also talk about, like, expectation versus, like, reality and what it does to to people. Okay, so, yeah, so, like, thinking about it, it makes sense. And, I don't know, I really like the two stories and how they, like, you know, work together. Or maybe not entirely, but, like, it's really good. Let's go over the pet story first. So, I really like uh, Pepper, like, getting jealous of, you know, uh, Mitzi because, like, she produces good sense. But then actually coming together with Mitzi to help her with her problems with expression. And... It's really nice to see, like, some good solidarity amongst, you know, people you're you're jealous of. Because, like, I don't know, if, if you were jealous of someone, like, some other shows might, like, take to it to, like, push it further and divide them further. And that can work, but it's nice to see you know, a a united front come eventually. And, like, this, this episode, like, does that pretty well. And as for, like, the human side, 
I really just like seeing the the four teens interacting and trying to help Sue with her speaking problems. It I I really like it when like Blythe, Young Me, Sue, and Jasper interact. This is one of the few times like we see that in a full force. And it's done so well where like I mean they have a problem and they're doing everything they can to try and fix it. And I don't know, the way it comes together at the end on both stories is really fun and good and like it makes you feel good and really interesting too. It all around it is just a really good episode. And I don't know, it's in my favorite five because I really like it and how like, you know, it gives me the warm fuzzies. Because, like, I guess a lot of the these episodes just, like, do that. This one, like, really, like, does it really well, I'd say. So that is it for this episode of The Littlest Pet Cast. Oh, boy, I hope season four does not, uh, you know, tie my tongue like this has. But uh, please leave your comments and reviews on chat engine on apple podcasts on the google play store and wherever else rss feeds go when they they don't know words either and be sure to tune in next time for more bonus content of the littlest pet cast i shall see you then